Are you watching adult stuff? Zip. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to share with the class. Just I'll 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 come back in like two minutes. All right. No, it's gone. It's fine. <laughs> whoa, whoa. No, I had for some reason Zoom is in like two windows for me. It's like the active view, and then there's like the split screen of everyone. Okay. And I was trying to hit record, and it was it kept popping up the stupid second window. Okay, if you say so. <sighs> oh man, busy, uh, busy week, right? Yeah, I mean, when isn't it? I guess. I suppose world is uh still being a crazy place. Yeah, still for the Russia, yeah. still. Happening. Oh, is it? I still I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, I think I heard that like Texas is uh, having another one of those uh, winter storm things. Like last year? I'm having one right now. Maybe not as bad, I think. <laughs> You're going through it right now. <laughs> well, I think they're prepared, for, more prepared for it now after last year. I don't think they are. I don't think they were expecting it to happen again. Though I, I don't think, honestly, I don't think this one is as bad at all. But uh, how, how are you doing over there? Going through the, the blizzard? It's all right. Right now there's just like, it's like hailing, I guess, or sleeting. I'm not sure which, what's the difference between them? I would assume hail is like more ice, like more solid ice. I think what it is, it's like the size of the pebbles. Yeah, like I would assume like a like hail are like bigger balls of it, and sleet is just like frozen raindrops. Well, whatever it is, it's uh, it's banging against the window. Oh, here we go. Here's, a, here's an image. Yeah, hail is big. Yeah, and and then there's something called grapple, which I've never heard of before in my life. The fuck is a grapple? Uh, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Surely, G R A U P E L. You 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 went to JFK with us. Do you do you remember this one day where like it just started hailing? Was I there then? I I want to say yes. I want to say it was like our second year at JFK. I don't remember. Like that. just completely completely out of fucking nowhere, it just started hailing. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Snow falling from the sky? Well, ice falling from the sky? No, I don't remember that. So you got any news? Not. A bunch of news. I got a promotion at work. I got a raise. Work stuff is going okay. Uh, I have to go to the data center soon to put some drives into a server and actually replace an entire other server. That's about it. Just busy stuff going on right now. Well, that's good. Yeah. How's how's your paper going? Um, I'm. It's been. I've been working on it, and I'm just not making as much progress as I would have liked. But I should hopefully be finishing up. A chapter tomorrow. The chapter I've been working on for the last two weeks. So That's good. I started the conclusion today. I decided to go back and rerun a bunch of stuff today. You know what I had to do today that I never thought I would ever have to do in my life? You, you know in statistics, you had to learn like the formulas for like combinations and permutations? Like the N factorial over N minus R factorial stuff? And you're just like, when would I ever use this? Oh, yeah, yeah. I should do it on that. <laughs> I actually had to use it. I mean... I didn't calculate it. I just Googled like a combination calculator on the internet, but I was like, oh, wow, I actually found a reason why you would use this. But, Good job. Know. It's like it's like Pythagorean theorem <laughs> in real life. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to Scattershot Thoughts. I'm Jacob. That's Geo. I'm going to send Geo a YouTube video real quick to uh, react to live. He doesn't know what this is. Oh, God. <laughs> Am I sure it's a YouTube video? Yeah. <laughs> 
Are you going to show me Bad Bunny wrestling? <laughs> I, I just saw the uh, the picture that came out with the video, and I see Bad Bunny in it, and I see wrestling going on. <laughs> little, little do you know, I've already seen this video. <laughs> Bad Bunny likes wrestling, bro. Uh, yeah. This show was entertaining as fuck, though. I actually saw this this week. Yeah, so uh, Bad Bunny participated in the WWE Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. Anyway, I guess I should have assumed you saw that already. Why would you assume that? That's racist. That is racist <laughs> for you to assume that I would watch a Puerto Rican brother wrestling. I did, but it's racist for you to assume that. Speaking of being insensitive, we, we got to follow up on, uh, on, on Peter Dinklage's whole thing with uh, Disney. I think I saw, I'm not sure if it's a movie or a show that he's going to be in, where like, he's like saber fighting with other people. And uh, it's, like, it's actually pretty interesting. Or from what I saw, it, it looked kind of cool. He was just sword fighting with people. Does it say he's coming out with anything new? or? Uh, it's like a Cyrano de Bergerac movie. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Sure. Well, Disney responded to his, his whole thing that we talked about last week. Yeah, what they said. It seems like they're kind of just digging a deeper hole. For themselves. So their statement was, We're taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. We look forward to sharing more as the film heads into production after a lengthy development period. Oh. Well, I mean, as long as they talk to the dwarfism like committee, I guess that makes it okay. Is Do they like to be referred to as the dwarfism community? I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. But again, that's like that's like going up to like... A handful of like small people, tiny people, or what do we call them? Little people. Little people. I'm not trying to be disrespectful anyway. I just don't want to insult anybody. But uh, yeah, that's like going up to like a handful of like little people and being like, "Hey, is it okay if we make this movie?" And they're just like, "Sure." And then like you just completely ignore like the rest of the world. I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like congratulations, <laughs> you got you got the approval of like. Ten people. Yeah. Also, just like the we <laughs> we're taking a different approach. That just sounds like you're you're gonna make it worse somehow. Like, do, doesn't that seem like that's what's gonna happen? You know, the more and more Disney does stuff, the more I'm, I'm kind of like really freaking out because they also control Star Wars and Marvel, and I'm just like, please don't do anything to fuck anything up there. Well, I mean, so Disney's really they're really hitting in some places. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I watched the Disney thing that was pretty good this this weekend, but I don't know if, well, you know, we don't talk about Bruno. Oh, you watched Encanto? Yeah. Did it make you cry a little? No. Damn. I didn't connect with it like you did, but it's, it's okay. It's because it's you're white. Actually, you know what song I really connected with was the older sister song? The older sister song? Yeah. Oh, the, 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 mus- the muscle girl? Yeah, and like the cracking under the pressure of... Dude, that song is like the best song in the entire like I mean I liked all the songs. All the songs are, are great. But that one is by far like my favorite one. Yeah. But it's hard to pick because they're all I think um they were nominated to they were nominated to uh, like uh present a song for like the Oscars or something, I think, for like best song in like a whatever movie. Um but they didn't go with uh we don't talk about Bruno or that one. They went with uh, you know that Spanish song that they sing throughout like the movie, like when uh, the grandma and uh, the grandfather are in the movie. Yeah, the the real kind of sad one. Yep, that's like the the most Disney sounding of the songs. Yeah, I guess that's the one that they 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 uh, 
Wentworth. And I'm going to be honest with you, that, that song is really sad. Maybe it's because it's in Spanish, and when I listen to it, it just hits me like a little different. But uh, it's touching. It's, un- it's touching music. Manuel, man, he can, he can yeah. write shit. I, honestly, though, the, the, some of the songs, it was like hard to follow even. Like it was, it was Lee Manuel Miranda, but it was like this is with too much. This is giving me a headache a little bit. You're, I can't keep up. It's because uh, you're, you're out of practice, Jacob. <laughs> You've been in Indiana too long. You haven't listened to my mom speak to you in, in such a long time. That's true. The Spanish up here is a lot slower. Yeah, you used to be used to it, man. You used to listen to my mom talk to you, and you'd be like, "I understood that." She was going a million miles a minute, but uh, I understood, Jacob. <laughs> and speaking of movies. Did we talk about the Mortal Kombat sequel about Greenlit? I feel like we already talked about that. Probably. I think we were talking about how, I don't know, well, maybe, because I was saying that uh, I would be okay with watching like a Mortal Kombat like, TV show or something, like something that comes out like on a weekly basis, but like there's more of a story to it. Since like everything nowadays is like a, a TV show. We got the Lord of the Rings TV show coming out, we got Boba Fett, you know, Marvel stuff coming out, like a series. Which, by the way, I think I read today that uh, that Moon Knight is like a limited series, which like I guess they're hinting at they're just being like one season of it, which kind of makes me feel a little bad. Uh, Unless I, I get to see it on like a movie screen or something, like a movie adaptation or something that comes afterwards, but whatever. I mean, I'll take what I can get. I, I don't know. I've been, I've been consuming a lot of Moon Knight stuff lately. Like that's why my nighttime comic book reading stuff before I go to bed. Oh, nice. It's kind of it's kind of one note though. Like um, he has dissociative identity disorder, and that's about mm-hmm. the only thing that's interesting about his character. So I don't know how much you could do with that anyway. Yeah. Then I think I saw some stuff about like Channing Tatum wanted to play like Gambit or something. He's been wanting to do that forever. Yeah, but I guess like now he's making like a real big deal about it or something. He's saying I think he says something about being traumatized that he could play Gambit or something. Honestly, I don't think Channing Tatum would make a good game. Um, I mean, he's got the look, but I don't, I don't know. think he can act great. I don't think he's that good of an actor. I'm not sure Gambit would be an interesting story to tell, if I'm being honest. I mean, like, kids our age, Gambit was like our favorite X-Man for some reason. Because he was, he, got, he had that New Orleans swagger. Yeah, but if you think about the, like, the actual story, I mean. And he, and he beat people up with playing cards. And a staff. Cool. What's cooler than that? Shooting fucking laser beams out of your eyes? Come on. He can make playing cards bombs, Jacob. I mean, I guess we haven't really seen that. And uh, that's a different type of power that we haven't seen yet. So, I don't know. Technically, he can make anything into a bomb, right? Right? That's how his power works. He can he changes, like, the, the kinetic energy of, like, whatever he touches. Yeah. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> What the hell did that come from? I don't know, man. <laughs> you can make anything about <sighs> the Halo TV show trailer looks cool. Yeah, it did look cool. Which comes out like the same time as Moon Knight, which seems like poor planning on their part. But whatever, I'll take it. I mean, I'm gonna watch both of them. I think I heard uh, there was another Paramount Plus show that was coming out that I might have been interested in. I mean, my brother can't stop talking about um, what's, what's the show Yellowstone. In 1883, that's on Paramount Plus. What are you thinking? I don't know. I saw something. I don't remember what it was. I'm gonna have to just like Google it, see if I find out like what to, to come out soon. Let's see. Got Halo. 
Uh, it's going to bug me until I figure it out. But whatever. Yeah, the Halo stuff looks kind of cool. Got to watch that. And while we're talking about Halo, did you see the big acquisition this week? And it seems crazy to me that Sony, the people who make PlayStation... Are like, we're going to buy this this company that made games for the Xbox? That not just made games, made the game for Xbox. The defining game. That's true. Of that console. That's true. When you, when you thought Xbox, you thought Halo. For $3.6 billion. Well, so. now what they do is, what, Destiny? Which I don't exactly know how popular Destiny is nowadays. Yeah, they've all they've done is Halo and Destiny in the recent times. I don't know. I mean, people really like Destiny, but it just never caught on. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's more along the lines of like maybe making a movie or something out of that. That's probably what they're going for. Because I I don't really I don't know what they're doing. I think they spent like an extra like 1.2 billion just to keep the people who were involved in Destiny in the company. Yeah, Bungie hasn't developed a game other than Halo or Destiny since 2001. So it makes you wonder what they're even purchasing them for. Because Destiny 2 is came out in 2017. So they haven't made a game in five years. Yeah. So what are you paying $3.6 billion? Who knows, man? I'm sure they got a plan. They wouldn't just do it for no reason. Maybe. And then when you logged on, I was trying to read this article about Star Wars video games. This article is really written and I can't even read what's going on. <laughs> pew, pew. Gotcha. Three new games announced. There's one by EA, one by Respawn, and one by Lucasfilm. Okay. Uh, the one by EA might not be all that great. It's probably going to be like a first-person shooter or something. It's going to be like Battlefront like 5 or something. Oh, okay. So Respawn are the people who did Fallen Order. They're making a Fallen Order too. Um, I think that's what they're working on. Oh, so Respawn is doing three games. They're doing a Fallen Order, of an FPS, and a strategy game. That sounds interesting. Actually, I think the strategy game is like that. Um, what's it called? The the XCon game. Please give me that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think it's being made by the same people. I want to. I, I want to say I read that. Uh, you're probably thinking the Marvel game. I think there's a Marvel XCom game that's made by them. No man, I'm I'm fairly sure I read it was like a Star Wars XCom game. Yeah, it's called Marvel Midnight Suns. Yeah, former XCOM devs are working with Respawn on a new Star Wars strategy game. Oh, this must be what this Bit Reactor studio is that this mentions. Yep, Firaxis veterans. Yeah, so it is the people. It's the people who made XCOM, but it's not this company. Which I'm gonna be 100 out with you. XCOM was probably the most fun I had with the strategy game. I don't know how how much time I put into that game, just like upgrading everybody's abilities and like armor and stuff, just trying to survive, man. Uh, XCOM 2 is one of those games that I've had in my Steam library for years and never cracked open. Should play it, man. Yeah. And that's all, all I right, got. So, what, so you got, uh, what, Fallen Order 2? Yeah. Some weird XCOM variation game, and then a uh, first-person shooter? Yep. Which I'm going to assume is something like Battlefront. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, surely they'll make it different, because Battlefront is EA's baby at this point, so Respawn's mm-hmm. going to have to do something else. True. Maybe they'll make like a Bioshock type game. That'd be interesting. What was that uh, that Star Wars game that they had kind of given up on that I was kind of looking forward to? Like 2020 something? 2024 or something? 22? 1313? Was it 13? I don't know, man. There was actually some stuff about that this week. Like unreleased footage got released from it. Yeah, it was 1313. You're right. Thinking about weird ass numbers here. Yeah. They released like Boba Fett gameplay. Um, I mean, it's literally Boba Fett running. I don't know why this makes like such a slash. 
Well, speaking of Boba Fett, his show got basically taken over by like the Mandalorian. Yeah, but I mean, they always said that this was supposed to be like Mandalorian C two point five. Well, it was uh, what like four, five episodes of of Boba Fett, and like now everything else is just kind of Mandalorian two point five. Yeah, that, that's fine. I'm gonna be honest with you. You were completely right when you told me what you told me on uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, it's the uh, the best Star Wars anything that's ever been made. This last episode. <laughs> yeah, that was that was amazing. I guess we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. I yeah, guess we'll, we'll save that for spoiler talk at the end. Which I, that's all the news that I got for this week. I don't. This hasn't been a real news heavy week unless you have anything. Um, I'm 31 now. Yeah, how's it feel? Uh, feels just like when I was 30, only like less sleep. I feel like I'm not sleeping well. I think I need to dabble in uh, something. But I never really liked the idea of taking anything to help me sleep. Like, it freaks me out. Because, like, then what if you get dependent on it to fall asleep? Well, I mean, that, and then, like, what if, like, I fuck up and take too much? Or what if I just have a bad, like, some, some bad reaction to it? Then you won't have to worry about it anyway, right? So. I mean, I won't be worried about it at that point. I mean, before I, that, I can worry about it. I can't take melatonin. It gives me nightmares. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I've tried to look stuff up about it, but um, the only things I've been able to find is people on Reddit talking about it. Do you usually have bad dreams, Jacob? I usually don't remember my dreams. The only ones I do remember are if I like have a particularly bad one. Oh, I actually don't remember my dreams either. Well, you know, that's what it is when you're 30. You just don't have dreams anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, this is... I, I've been like this for a while, but okay. For me, it's just like kind of like one long blink, and then like you're awake, and it's morning time. Newfound variant of HIV progresses to AIDS faster and may be more transmissible. Well, shit. Well, I mean, all this talk about like variants of COVID and how fast they're popping up—it's kind of surprising that you don't see more variants of HIV. Mm, true. Uh, do we have a bio talk today, Jacob? I have something that I saw that I didn't read the article, so let's go through it together. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this week, a robot performed surgery without human assistance on a pig. It was like the first time ever that a, a robot just like independently performed surgery. The smart tissue autonomous robot, Star. So what what exactly did they make them make it do? Um, performed an incredibly tricky gastrointestinal procedure four times to demonstrate its surgical prowess, which poor pig. <laughs> Pig, you're just going to sit there and let this robot cut you up four times. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Intestinal anastomosis is a procedure during which the surgeon reconnects two previously disconnected ends of the intestine. So do you make like a little intestine Ouroboros? <laughs> That's messed up, man. No, I'm thinking more along the lines of like they, they went in and like... Severed it. Cut, yeah, just yeah. like cut it. And then they were just like robot fix. Though I'm going to assume that this pig was, I don't know... I mean, I would assume it would need to be alive for the surgery. Yeah, and it did it successfully, it looks like. It also it, it says the robot outperformed humans doing the same procedures. What By what metric? Speed? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, like, the stitches were better? The way in which the intestines were connected back together was more seamless? Can be performed with more accuracy and precision in every patient independent of surgeon skill. More predictable and consistent patient outcome. So this is cool. This is, this reminds me of um like the only good thing in Prometheus that that um, surgery robot that was cool. Yeah. Oh, that, there we go. We're in the future. Yeah. Robots are better than doctors now. 
Robot Former surgeons. surgeries. Stan will have time to podcast with us soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, he'll be out of a job. <laughs> he'll have nothing better to do <laughs> but talk to us. <laughs> I remember when I had a job. <laughs> And then they bought that damn robot. <laughs> and now I'm a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> that robot cured cancer, and now I'm out of a job. Fuck. But yeah, that's the news. What'd you watch this week, y'all? Dude, I don't even fucking remember. This weekend was a blur. I did so much shit with my family that, like, I don't even, I don't even know. You did your birthday stuff. Oh, you didn't, dude. You have a story to tell. Tell us about how you're. <laughs> um, you have some official title or or something now. You told me about this, and I, I didn't want to ask a bunch of questions because I thought, well, this is perfect material for the podcast, and then we totally forgot about it. So I woke up on my birthday, and um, I, I didn't go to work on my birthday. I called out. So like, I woke up, and it was like like almost 9.30. I actually got to sleep in a bit. And uh, Diana's there, and she's just like, hey. I'm like, what's up? Actually, you know, that wasn't my birthday. That was on Saturday. On my birthday, I actually had to, <laughs> I actually had to go to the doctor. I remember that. But anyway, so I woke up and uh, she was just like, hey, happy birthday. And I was just like, thanks. And I look at my phone and I'm like, oh, shit, Jacob sent me a happy birthday message at exactly midnight. <laughs> so I was uh, waking up trying to get ready to go to the doctors. And uh, Dana's just like, you should open up your presents before you leave. And I was just like, okay. So she gave me all my presents and I like, you know, looked through them. And so and then she was just like, and then there's this one. And I'm like, okay, what's this? And she gives me like this little like certificate. I'm like, okay, let me read this. And uh, yeah, she she got some land in Scotland in my name, and they I think donated it or are growing like trees on it, which great. <laughs> but uh, with that land ownership comes uh, a title, and I am a lord now. I am a lord of Scotland. Cool. So I got some paperwork and uh, a nice little certificate there. And uh, my my name, uh, if I want it to be changed my title around, I can be called Lord Giovanni Marquez. I mean, it would be kind of cool if you could get that like on your driver's license or something. <laughs> you know what? I could. I could. And I thought about it. I would do I it. Thought about <laughs> it. I thought about it just so I can like maybe get pulled over one day and just have the like cop like Get my license and just read it, and I'll just like look at him like you peasant. <laughs> <laughs> you are so beneath me. Yeah, have have people like mail stuff to you? Like, <laughs> I don't know. If just change my name on like mailing lists. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Giovanni Marquez. No, oh Lord, Lord. But yeah, nice. That's was it was a good gift. I have my little uh, my little certificate hanging on the wall there now, so the whole world knows. Well. While you were um, celebrating your birthday, I was watching. TV. You could have been celebrating it with me, man. Could have been here. We could have gone out. We could have had some fun. Uh, left me hanging. If I didn't have, if, if I didn't have to write this stupid thing, I want to. I want to hear your excuse next year. <laughs> what else are you going to be writing? Nothing. Next year, I will not be writing. I'm going to tell you that right now. Are you now. sure? Yes, I will be working at Taco Bell or something. I don't care, but I'm not going to be fucking doing this stuff anymore. <laughs> Why would you work at Taco Bell when Amazon is right there and they're paying eighteen bucks an hour? That's true. Well, Taco Bell's thirteen fifty, so it's not too bad. Plus free food, right? Just take one of those cock guns of sour cream and just click, 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 click. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at him. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Opens up a hot pack. 
pours it over a taco. <laughs> he loves it. Yeah, man, it's gotten to the point to where when I watch TV, I have to write down what I'm watching as I watch it, because I forget like two seconds later. Damn, Jacob, you're getting kind of old there. Memory ain't what it used to be. So, you and I already kind of talked offline about uh, The Legend of Fox Machina. Did you watch that? We did. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it this week. That's why I asked you if it was good or not. Um, It's entertaining. I wouldn't say it's like you need to go out and watch it immediately, but it's like I would give it a B. Okay. And then I watched The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. With the dragon tattoo. Also, okay, so I watched two things on Netflix this week, and they had like the inverse of each other's problems. So the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. You're getting good at this, but you can, you can't, you still can't get our email right. It's one of those things that, um, it's like not speaking a language that I understand, but I understand that it's speaking a language. Like it's making fun of like lifetime movies, I guess, sort of like the, like the Hallmark movies. Yeah, sort of, but more like lifetimey, like, uh, there's a murderer in the, in the building sort of stuff. And the woman's got to like, She's being gaslit, but she needs to find her power or whatever. But the problem is, like, it's it's doing these things that it thinks are funny, but it's not doing it enough to where <laughs> it's funny enough. She needs to find her power. So, <laughs> oh, so I can reject just starts playing. Oh no, that's that's red jumpsuit apparatus. I'm yeah. sorry. Move along. Um. So this this show is like just it's it, the last episode is funny. It's like hilarious. It's like it it makes so watching the rest of it kind of pays off, but. It should have been the entire series was on the same level as the last episode. Okay. Now, the other show that I watched was Archive 81. You saw it? Yeah. Okay. So now you got to tell me about that, because I heard it was scary as shit and was good. So the very first thing when I th- that I thought when I started watching this was Diana would like this. She's actually probably the one that I thought of when I, when I saw this. Well, it's also based on a podcast, like a, a horror podcast, and I know she likes those. I mean... Don't we all? Our podcast is just the beginning of a murder podcast. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, uh, yeah. I'm going to piss Diana enough to the point where she kills me. And Jacob's just going to have to figure that out and solve it. And then me and Stan are going to have to team up to figure out what happened. Exactly. And the police are going to be of no hope. They never are. So, Archive 81, it starts off pretty strong. But in my opinion, it's about two episodes too long. And it kind of gets real dumb at the end. And then just like eight episodes? Yeah, I think it's eight episodes, and it would have been, if they made a tight six episodes, it would have been really good. Okay. But there's one episode, I think it's like the second to last, which Netflix seems to do this a lot. They're like, oh, story's almost over, let's take a detour and completely explain something else that doesn't really need to be explained that badly. Okay. They're just trying to like, they're trying to stretch the uh, the production. It's like, let's fill out this background with something that could have been a sentence. Okay. So it starts out pretty good. It's basically, what if... <laughs> The Shining happened, but instead of writing a book, this guy was, like, restoring videotapes. And in the videotapes, he was watching Rosemary's Baby happening. So, that's what most of the story is about. Okay. But then, like, I also know that, like, his family or his parents were, like, involved in this cult or something, too? Yeah, I mean, his family factors into it. His whole family died in a fire. And so, like, that. He's also restoring videotapes of a different fire that happened, like, in this, around the same time period. And he starts to find out that, like, maybe the fires are connected. Okay. But it also, it, I, to me, it, it sort of turns into, like, you can pretty easily see where things are going. Also, there's certain people who, like, their names are, like, really on the nose for, like, the character that they play. So, like, uh, having uh, the priest called Vladimir or something and uh, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, so, like, um, there's this thing. They try to do this thing that's, like, um, Close Encounters with the Third Kind with, like, a song. And uh-huh. then, so there's, like, this song, in quotes, I'm going to say, because it's, like, four notes repeated, which I don't know if that really constitutes a song. I think all you really need is two. And the main character that's in the videotapes keeps encountering it. And like her name is Melody. And it's just like, Oh, wow. <laughs> How original. Yeah. Stuff like that. Well, I mean, at least it's not like that. Uh, that other creepy song from, uh, the insidious movies, that tiptoe song. Oh, it's creepy as shit. I, well, honestly, man, I, I'm not scared by scary movies anymore. Um, I can't remember the last scary movie that was actually scary. And it wasn't just like gruesome. Like, there's a difference between, like, a scary movie that's, like, like a thriller movie, and then it just being, like, a like a hack and slash, you know, gore movie. Yeah, I mean, there's things that, like, you need to look away from versus things that, like, you don't want to see, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, yeah, there's things that, like, you don't, well, you don't want to see, like, guts spewing out of somebody, but then, like, there's, like, a difference between that and, and not wanting to see because, like, you're fucking terrified. Yeah, it's like, so with me, we all, like, everybody knows the thing with me is eyeballs. Like, I just, I can't handle eyeball anything. Yeah, I remember, um, when did this come out the most? Oh, we were playing Dead Space, right? Wasn't there, like, a scene in Dead Space where, like, you have to, like, strap yourself down to, like, a chair or something, and, like, this machine has to, like, go into your eye? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. I'm gonna have to find it now, because I remember we played this game together. Yeah, type in Dead oh Space Ice. Eye poke machine? Nope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And you have to like control like the needle. Yes, I do eye. remember this now. Oh my and, god. Like, yeah. The entire the entire scene of the or entire like gameplay of this is like the eye is like twitching back and forth, oh. so you have to be careful. And if you miss, it'll go right through your skull. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, so like that doesn't scare me. It just grosses me out or creeps me out or something. I don't know. I get you. But um yeah, Archive 81, it's got some suspense in it. It's, it's like, good, but um, it falls off at the end, in my opinion. Okay. Like, I, I definitely, like, I would say Diana would enjoy it. I don't know if you would. Like, I, I don't know if I would tell you to watch it by yourself, but if you were going to watch it with Diana and she wanted to see it, you could sit there and it'd be all right. So, what do you think? I'd be too afraid to watch it, Jake? No. Are you calling me chicken? I don't think it's that scary, to be honest. There's no, like, jump scares, really. Or not that many. It's more just like, oh, this thing that's happening is pretty fucked up. That makes sense. That's the other thing too. Jump scares, like I get jump scares being like a part of like thriller, and it could be done well. But then there are movies that like they just do jump scares, and that's not a scary movie. Yeah, I I don't enjoy those movies that much. Got to mark stuff off my list. So I also watched two movies this weekend on both on HBO Max. So I watched Nobody. Have you seen Nobody? Mister Nobody? No. What's Nobody? It's a it's basically like John Wick but with Bob Odenkirk. Let me see. Oh no! It's a movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember seeing um, trailers for this. How was it? Uh, it was pretty good. This if is you... the one where like he beats up a dude for stealing a little girl's watch or something. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm sure that's not what it's about, but I remember in the trailer that like, that's what was happening. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking of the right thing. Those, those those ingredients are there, just not in that recipe. Okay. And then I watched the hunt. The hunt. Which the hunt is an interesting movie. What is this? So this movie was supposed to come out right around the election, and they like pulled it from theaters because it was too politically charged. I don't know if you remember that. I don't. Let's see. Has Emma Roberts in it? Hillary Swank. Yeah. 
You don't remember anything about this? No, I don't. Is this the guy from My Name is Earl? Yes. I, how did you recognize him? Oh, in this picture. In, in the movie, he doesn't really even look like that. Like, I'm oh, just no, like, he's lost like a shit ton of weight. Yeah, he looks super different now. Oh, no, I'm looking. I'm, I just Googled the movie and on Google, they're using his, his old picture. Yeah. It's got the, the woman from Glow that's not Alison Brie. The, the oh, woman. Betty Gilpin? Yeah. Liberty Bell? There you go. I was trying to think of her name. So it's like a it's a pretty good action movie. It's it's very it's it's got an interesting like perspective, I guess, because it's it's about what if rich Democrats kidnapped like right wing people and hunted them for sport. Oh, okay. But then it kind of flips it on its head, and it's like you kind of find out that actually like like you're you're meant to believe that like the movie is like oh the Democrats are the bad guys and the Republican people are like the the good guys, but then like you kind of find out that like it's also the other way around, and the the moral of the story is everybody's bad, which I think this movie shouldn't should maybe not have gotten pulled from theaters because people didn't like didn't give it a chance to to watch it and see what was going on. But it's I thought it was actually a good movie. All right, so you want to explain uh, I guess a little bit more in detail there because I don't think this is a movie that I'll end up seeing. Well, I don't even know where I would even watch this. It's on HBO Max. Okay. Basically, all, uh, all these people wake up, they're in a forest, they've got like gags on their mouth, and there's a big crate in the middle of, of a field. It's your typical battle royale sort of situation. Well, they have to kill each other? <laughs> it's Hunger Games? Oh, oh actually it isn't, because they don't have to kill each other. They're being hunted. Okay. So they've been kidnapped, and they're being hunted. And they, they're like, they're led to believe that they're like in Arkansas somewhere, but they're actually like in the Czech Republic or something like that. <laughs> And like, um, I don't know why I feel like you could maybe tell the difference between Arkansas and the Czech Republic. Well, they like they just wake up like in a random forest and they like stumble upon a gas station and there's like people in the gas station who are like, "Oh, you're in Arkansas," but then like they pull out a gun and start shooting them, <laughs> which is probably something that would happen in Arkansas. And um, so basically, all these people that got kidnapped were like bad mouthing. They they were basically you remember PizzaGate? Is that the one where like Republicans thought the Democrats had like a a pizza shop and like in the basement they were they're, like they're like sex slave child sex slaves or something like that yeah that's the, that's the QAnon stuff yeah this is basically what it is is it's like these like rich democrats kidnapped a bunch of QAnon people and are hunting them for sport but they're like the worst democrats in the world like they they're yeah. like um they're like super snowflakes like uh oh you can't call them those things you can't say black people anymore and they're like well what do you call them african-american they're like no i'm pretty sure they're okay with being called black now like stuff like that like it, the whole thing is a it's a satire okay and it, it, so in what way are the republicans bad in this because it just seems like the democrats are like the bad ones in this like i don't know how you can t- like oh how the turntables turned on this you know because of the way they act, like so, like they get put into situations where they're allowed to like show their ass and they're sort of like the ways you would expect them to. Like they encounter like a group of um, uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? People from another country, immigrants. Not, but not not immigrants. People who are like fleeing their country. Refugee. Yeah, there you go. They encounter like a group of refugees, and they're all like racist about it and stuff. Oh, okay. So it's like you, you get to see the worst of both worlds. Interesting. And then there there's a twist at the end that like makes you connect with the main character because it is kind of like okay, so all these people are terrible then. Wait, so who's the character in this? Uh, Betty Gilpin. Okay, is she being hunted? Yeah. 
but like as she's being hunted, she's like with these other people and they're like doing these like real like redneck asshole stuff. And she's like, why are you doing this? This shouldn't be the way things are. And then you're like, why did they choose to hunt her down then? And then you find out there's a twist and you find out why, but I won't. You're going to, you're going to make me watch this movie, aren't you? It's actually not a bad movie. I'm not, I, I wouldn't really think it is. If you're into it, I'm just thinking there's a, there's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of shit that I have to catch up on. Jacob. Now you're throwing movies my way. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to watch it. I'm just, this is what I watch. So that if, if you see it, you can be like, Oh, Jacob, Jacob saw that. He said it was good or bad or though. I normally don't say things are bad. I mean, I do have to say normally I'm not a huge fan of like politics being inserted in my entertainment, but this wasn't too bad. Um, so that's the hunt. And then right before we recorded this, I finished this week's episode of Peacemaker. I didn't see this week's episode. Well, yeah, it just came out like <laughs> today. No. Oh, well, then I guess I didn't see last week's episode. Then. Mm. Dude, this week's episode, there's like a, a point where Peacemaker like goes to a piano and starts playing the piano. Is he good? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And like, you know how normally like somebody sits at a piano and they're playing like a classical music song. Mm-hmm. They still managed to make him play a song that fits with like the. The musical. Did he play like a like an eighties like an eighties like hair rock band version of a of a piano song? Uh, he played a song that um he played a Motley Crue song, and um it's got it heavily features a piano. Like as soon as he starts playing the song, you're gonna be like, oh, I know this song. But he just plays the piano part, and you're like, wow, this is actually like a really beautiful song without the lyrics. Mm. But yeah, I, I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, but Peacemaker's so good. Dude, we really are living in a time where there's just amazing TV right now. Between Peacemaker and Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Mandalorian 2.0. Yeah, which that's all I got left to talk about is uh, Boba Fett. You got anything else? No, I've just been... Oh, I did watch Spanish this weekend. That's about it. What'd you watch? I watched a couple episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen. I watched uh, some Attack on Titan. I want to I'd say I want to watch Demon Slayer, but Diana like has been like spoiled by like netflix i guess so she doesn't want to like wait every week for the next episode so she's just like i'm just gonna wait and like binge watch it all and i'm like well that's like 20 something episodes that we have to wait to come out <laughs> six months exactly it's like that's like half a year from now i want to watch it now she's just like i mean you can watch it if you want i'm like no like if i watch it then i'm gonna want to talk about it and if i talk about it i'm gonna spoil it for you and then you're gonna be pissed so i guess you don't get to watch it either then no i don't get to watch it I'm trying to convince her to just watch it. Well, that's all right. I mean, I'm waiting for the dub to come out anyway, so maybe we'll all watch it together. <laughs> uh, maybe. So explain Jujutsu Kaisen to me. Okay, I'm not super far into it, but um, okay. So like, it's like just regular world, I guess. But like, there's like a sort of supernatural paranormal stuff where like there are these curses, which I guess is what they call uh, I don't know, like ghosts or like demons in a weird no they're like they're like ghosts all right so like if you die right your soul gets kind of corrupted if you're like a bad person or you die in a fucked up way and like your ghost will like be like morphed into like this like weird like monstrous looking like curse right and um the main character is like this superhuman kid who's like really good at like all these like athletic things but he doesn't really care about that. He's really just into like supernatural stuff. Like he's hanging out with like this pair of kids who are like in a supernatural club and they just like talk about ghosts and shit. Then his grandpa dies and his grandpa's just like, you know, don't be like me because like his grandpa just died alone. 
like just by himself with just his grandson there. And it was just like, don't be like me. Like when you die, like have like people around you that like actually gave a shit that you're passing away. And then like die for like a purpose or something like that. And there's like this weird figure that belonged to like a really powerful like sorcerer, witch hunter sort of thing, demon thing. And apparently there are like 20 fingers in the world. And this thing like morphed into like a weird looking like monster thing that had like four arms. So that had 20 fingers and it was like super powerful. And now each finger is like breaking through the seals that like were containing its power. And like other curses are trying to like get to it and eat it because if they eat it, they get like super buffed up. And then these like jujitsu like sorcerers whose job it is to like protect mankind. And this kid ends up eating one of the fingers trying to save people in the first episode. And then you find out that like he can like withstand like the finger's power or like this demon's power, curse's power. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to call him anymore. Right. It's a curse. Let's just call him a curse. He can withstand the curse's power, but also like in eating it, he kind of becomes like the vessel for it. So like that monster is like coming through his body now or like taking over it. So he has to like kind of try to control this thing's power and his own power and go and eat the rest of the fingers and then they're going to kill him. So apparently like if you eat or like if you have a curse and you die, the curse dies with you. So essentially, like, they can get rid of, like, this really horrible dude's 20-finger curse if, like, this one kid, like, eats all 20 fingers, and then they just execute him. Which they were going to execute him just, like, after he ate the first finger, but then they were just like, oh, he can control it. Like, the monster isn't coming out, so let's just keep feeding him fingers, and he's going to keep getting stronger, but as long as he can control it, then we'll just keep giving him fingers, and then we'll kill him at the end. And then we won't have to worry about this curse anymore, because it'll be gone from the world. And that's Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> and, there's a, and there's a panda who can talk. So, did you ever watch Mob Psycho? No, I think I've seen some stuff about it, like some clips, but I've never actually watched it. But I heard it was good. Sounds like Mob Psycho mixed with Dragon Ball mixed with Attack on Titan. Maybe. Actually, dude, I'm not, I wasn't a huge fan of Mob Psycho. I know everybody likes it, but I think it might just be the, the art style. I'm not a huge fan of when people's faces are just circles. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that like style of anime. No, I get you. Um, so would you say it's worth checking out? Because it's been on my list for a while. I just I mean, I, I did I did it absolutely no justice in the explaining of it right there. So uh I mean check out like the first two episodes and if you like it then just continue on. I mean there's not that many episodes, right? I actually don't know how many episodes are on. Uh Google is telling me twenty four. That's probably just like the first season or something. I think they're coming out with a movie too. Oh yeah, there's only one season so far, so I don't know. I mean, just just based on the name, it's on my list. Like Jujutsu Kaisen. That sounds sounds dope. Just, it sounds cool. I'm gonna watch it just because it sounds cool. There was a scene where, like, it was probably the hardest that I've laughed in an anime so far. Well, maybe not so far, but just like recently, because I've laughed pretty hard at like One Piece. But uh, so he's he's talking to like the guy. Like, there's this teacher guy, I guess you'd call him, that like is kind of training him and he's just like so like i I get to learn how to like use like curse moves right and he's just like no you're you're supposed to be born with that so like everyone has like a different like curse ability so like one of his like classmates can like summon like these like shinigami so he can summon like these dogs 
and like this weird owl thing that shoots electricity and like this giant snake and these frogs that like help him fight. And like, uh, he has another classmate who's a girl who like has like this weird, like hammer thing and she can get nails and just like hits the nails with a hammer and it shoots them out like projectiles. And she just like impales like demons in the fucking head with them. So like you're born with a different curse or something like that. But this guy wasn't really born with one. He just got all his like spiritual energy from eating that one finger. So he's just like, no, you're, you're not going to be able to do anything like that. And he's just like, she was saying, like, I'll never be able to do like a Kamehameha or like a Rosangon or, or, or have a Bankai or like, she just goes to like every single like anime that you probably, you haven't seen Naruto or like Bleach or anything, but like, those are like the moves like in the, the, those animes that like those characters use. He's just like, I'll never be able to do anything like that. And like, it was hilarious. He's just like on the floor, like pouting and like crying. He's like, I'll never be able to shoot a Kamehameha. <laughs> it was hilarious. I'll check it out then. So are you ready for Book of Boba Fett talk? I suppose. I suppose. All right. Well, I guess from here on out, uh, spoilers for Book of Boba Fett, chapter six. This was the first episode that I just immediately had to text you and be like, Gio, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I can die happy now. Yeah, so I'm at, I'm at work, and you're texting me at, like, 9 o'clock or something, or 10 o'clock in the morning, and you're just like, Gio, I just watched I just watched this week's episode of Boba Fett. It was the best Star Wars thing I've ever seen, ever. <laughs> it was amazing. And I'm sitting there like, that's high praise coming from you. And I'm at work. I can't watch it right now. I have to wait eight hours to get home and watch this. Like, <laughs> tell me what, what happened in it. <laughs> was Luke in it? Was Grogu in it? And then I was just like, wait, don't tell me. I don't want it spoiled. But also tell me. But like, you know, don't tell me. I don't even, like, there's so much. You almost couldn't say anything. Because everything, you like, everything is in this. Everything is in this. So uh, I guess, where, where do we start here, man? Just a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, Mandalorian flies to uh, the planet that uh, Luke is training Grogu on. Because he, he misses his kid. And is like, I want to give him this gift. But you, you already know it's, it's more for him than for Grogu. Like, he just, he really misses this kid. So, gets to the planet, and uh, who, who are we greeted by? If, if not the best droid, possibly, in Star Wars, R2, who uh, leads him to this weird construction site full of these ant droids who are just picking up slabs of, like, rock and are piling them up to make like this weird structure. And uh, they make him a little bench to sit on while he waits for uh, Luke to show up with Grogu. So I guess we'll pause here because apparently Jacob thinks these ant droids are like the most amazing fucking things ever. Those are the coolest addition in the droid world since, I don't even know what, since the prequel series at least. And they worked, they worked perfectly like ants. Yeah, and it made sense that you would have like sort of like a hive mind type construction robot yeah. putting those things together. Yeah, Cause this isn't like, like a, some sort of like high tech, like building or anything. It's literally like, like a hut built out of stones. Yeah. Which that's the, the huts that you see in the sequel. And this, yeah. Yeah. Where, um, where Luke is, uh, <laughs> with Ben milking, uh, <laughs> no, no, that's not that. <laughs> it's the same type of buildings, but, it's the same type of building, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so super cool robots, or droids, sorry. 
So some time passes. He's sitting on this bench, just chilling, waiting for Grogu to show up, like a kid waiting to pick up his, or like a parent waiting to pick up their kid from uh from school. And uh, then we get greeted by like another amazing character that we all love, Ahsoka Tano. Which that totally caught me off guard. I had no expectation yeah. for that. Last time I thought we saw Ahsoka, she was like, well, I'm going to go find Ezra. <laughs> not yet, apparently. Nope. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go find Ezra. I'm going to go chill with Luke for a bit and Grogu. So Ahsoka shows up. They talk a bit. She kind of leads him to where Luke and Grogu are training, which you see Luke training Grogu for a bit. And it's like, it's so wholesome. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. Like they're just sitting there meditating. A frog jumps by. Grogu is just meditating there with his eyes closed, and all you see is one of his eyes pop open. He's just tracking this this frog hopping across the the screen. Uses the force while Luke is just sitting there with his eyes closed, trying to sneak in a quick snack. Then uh, he loses it. <laughs> Luke <laughs> kind of notices what the hell is going on because he ain't stupid. And then just like smirks and uses the force to like pick up 20 freaking frogs out of the pond that I jumped into showing off to Grogu. I thought that was funny. And honestly, like the CGI for, for Luke was amazing. Like he, he looked so, he looked like Luke. He looked like Luke at the end of episode three. Yeah. They fixed whatever they screwed up with the, the face replacement last season. Right. Yeah. Like he looked amazing. Like he looked, he sounded great. He looked great. That was Luke. Uh, well, some, I don't know if I agree about him sounding great. He sounded like a robot. I don't think he sounded like a robot. I think he sounded like he did in those in those movies. Well, apparently they used like deep fake technology for the voice to try to make him sound young. And I, I didn't think it sounded good. There was something that sounded off about that. That's like, mm. I have maybe two complaints about this episode, and that's one of them. Is there was something off with his voice. Well, he sounded young. He didn't sound like what? what Mark Hamill sounds like right now. You know, like, if you were to hear him speak now, you'd be like, oh, he sound, he obviously sounds older. Yeah, he doesn't sound like Mark Hamill now. But we also, we know what Mark Hamill's voice sound, you know, has yeah. sounded like since 1977, basically, because we've heard it. Well, yeah, I bet. I'm not exactly picturing him being like the Joker. But he, uh, there, there was like, there was tone missing from his voice, like inflection, like feeling. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I still think that it sounded like awesome just because it wasn't like older Mark Hamill speaking. I don't know how they did it, but they, they did something. Anyways, so then you have just uh, Luke doing backflips and shit through the woods with uh, baby Grogu on his back. Gave me real uh, Yoda swamp training vibes. Only it's supposed to be the other way around, so I don't know. And he's just teaching uh, Grogu how to use the Force. And then I guess Ahsoka is uh, kind of trying to talk uh, the Mandalorian app out of like going to actually speak to Grogu because she kind of knows that they both have like this really strong bond. And uh, if, if Grogu were to see Mando again, he'd probably want to leave and not want to stay with like Luke anymore, which I just think is like kind of obvious. Like, I think we had a conversation about this today where like, if you have a kid with their parents and then you take the kid away from the parents, to do some weird training somewhere else and you tell them <laughs> you're never going to see your parents again. They're not going to be very happy. Like you can't exactly give them the choice between like, do you want to stay here and train to be a Jedi, which you don't really even know what that means. Or do you want to go back to your parents? And I could see that 
decision going either way. Like, I, I have no idea what is going to happen next episode. Well, I'm assuming that decision stuff isn't going to be, like, talked about. Probably not. In Boba Fett. That's going to be, like, Mandalorian. But Mando gives Ahsoka the gift and then uh, ends up leaving. And then my heart gets broken in this scene where, like, he starts to fly off and, like... You you see like Grogu noticing the ship and like kind of just reaches out and it's just like I know I know that's you. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. damn it! Like, why are you gonna make me feel sad now? And then later on, you find out that the gift or the armor that was made for Grogu is like this like chainmail like the like shirt chainmail sort of thing, which I don't even know if it would fit him because it looks like it wouldn't fit him. But then again, like he has he has like this his coat thing like on all the time. So you don't really know how small he is underneath that. I think it looks like it would fit underneath uh, like as like a base layer. Right. Yeah. Well, obviously he's not going to put that in like on over, but like, yeah, he's got this, this best guard chain link like shirt. And then later on in the episode, Luke gives uh, Grogu this really tough choice between <laughs> accepting the gifts or accepting Yoda's lightsaber. So his his choice of whether or not he wants to continue to train as a Jedi or go back to uh, to Mando. So uh, I guess we'll see what happens with that choice. So yeah, so Mando gets back to uh, to Tatooine. Finally, get to see some more Bubba. They start talking about their plan. They have some more muscle. They're they're trying to fight off the uh, the Pike Syndicate, but they they need more people. And uh, Mando's like. I got you. I, I got a guy on this planet. You know, I trust him. He's he's capable. Which I just completely forgot that this whole episode started off with Cobb uh, Vanth. Which I, I gotta say, for me, when the episode started with him, I was like, "Oh, cool, we're gonna get him in this episode. Awesome." <laughs> Little did I know. <laughs> you didn't really get to see him until the end again, but uh, so yeah, the episode actually starts off with Cobb uh, Vanth catching some Pike Syndicate people doing some illegal drug trading in uh, in his area that he is now the sheriff of and he just like kills them and scares them off and takes the spice and kind of just like kicks it over and spreads it like into the dirt or into the sand of Tatooine. So Mando comes by, talks to, to Vantha Ben and is basically like, hey, like I need, I need people, your people are capable fighters, like we need you guys to help us kick the pikes in to get off of Tatooine. And uh, he's hesitant. He's like not really interested because they're not bothering them. But he makes a good point about like how they're not bothering them right now, but eventually they'll take over the entire planet and then they'll be dealing with them. So after Mando leaves, he kind of tries to get his people to uh, come together and uh, have like a community meeting about it. And uh, we see a, a lone figure coming in from the from the desert, and they're slowly walking towards. Towards the uh, towards Vanth, and uh, it's uh, none other than Cad Bane, looking awesome as fuck in live action. Which Cad Bane has got to be like one of my favorite bounty hunters, just from like the Clone Wars. He he was in so many episodes, doing so many different things, and he was always a badass. He went toe to toe with Jedi's. He actually won a couple times. Like he could hold his own, man. He wasn't a pushover. Yeah, he's definitely probably one of the best characters created from the Clone Wars. And he shows up real uh, Western style, meet me outside at high noon type sort of thing. And there is a little bit of a shootout 
happens and uh, Banth goes down. And I honestly hope he didn't die, but it looked like he got hit pretty hard there. So I don't know. His deputy definitely died, though. He got shot like 14 times. Can we talk about that deputy for a second? So when I first saw him, I was like, is that James Marston? Cyclops? Uh, Teddy from uh, uh, Westworld? Yeah. And it isn't. But it sure looked, it looked like, like him. him. Like, I'm sure the casting call was, we are looking for... Yeah, we're looking for this guy that would match up perfectly with this guy from this Western. Because I got excited for a second. And I was like, are they going to do something where with this town, all they do is just like bring in famous, like... <laughs> famous people. <laughs> famous for being in Westerns. Yeah. I thought I thought that's what they were going to do there. And I was like, oh, this is going to be really cool. Like, maybe we'll see like Clint Eastwood as, a, as a <laughs> an alien or something like that. But no, that that wasn't James Marston. He just sure looked like him. Yeah, but he was kind of uh, the stereotypical, like, kind of douchey deputy. Mm-hmm. Know it all. Yeah. She's like, you can't do that. Can't park your car there. Something to prove. Basically. And he he died not proving it. Because uh, he, got, he got, Jesus, man, he got destroyed. <laughs> Cad Bane didn't have to do that, man, like that. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, that's how the episode ends. And... My only other complaint about this this episode has to do with Cat Bane. Ah, uh, what didn't you like? <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know. Was it his mouth? No, so was I was I was not expecting his mouth to look like that. Well, that's because like in the in the cartoon, his mouth is like further like down. Yeah. So like I looked at a picture because it bothered me too a little bit, and then when I saw the picture, I realized like yeah, like in 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 the show, his mouth is like way further down on what would be like his face. But, like, they probably have, like, an actor or something playing that, and they can't exactly, like, do that. If they're going to have the mouth open and closed like he's talking. He should have had a toothpick in his mouth, for one. He should have had the toothpick in his mouth. They should have figured that out, because that was, that's, like... That's his signature thing, thing, man. And his hat. He had that hat, though. He had a hat like that. It's too small. No. So, when you first see Cad Bane, like, in the Clone Wars, he had, like, that big kind of cowboy fedora-looking hat. Mm-hmm. But later on, he had a different hat that looked more like that. I just tried to Google get Cad Bane little hat. <laughs> <laughs> Cad Bane little hat. Uh, images. Mm, okay, I see what you're there. I'm seeing one picture where he has a smaller hat. Right, that's the one that he had. But uh, I like the bigger hat. I like the bigger hat too. But that was at the beginning. That's when you first see Cad Bane. He had the big hat, and then later on in the show, he switched to like the smaller hat. Does he have the small hat and? Um, what's the Clone Wars sequel called? Bad Batch, maybe? Um, he might have. I don't know. So, like, he has he has a smaller hat where he he also doesn't have like the 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 duster type of coat on anymore. You know? Mm-hmm. Like he kind of got rid of the whole like super cowboy look, but like he still kind of has it a bit. Yeah. All right. You're right. I still don't like it. I would. I preferred his first look too. I like the whole gunslinger type like look that he had. I, I've got a still from the Bad Batch up, and it's like almost perfectly proportioned with the hat that he had in the Mandalorian. Right? Yeah. Boo. <laughs> hey, again, I, I preferred the uh, the crazy uh, cowboy hat too, man. But, I mean, Cad Bane, it was still pretty awesome to see him. There had been rumblings about seeing Cad Bane in live action, mm-hmm. but I don't know. At this point, there's so much in the rumor mill, you can't really... You can't trust anything that you hear. No. But, uh... Cad Bane doing Cad Bane things, being 
bad and being really good at being bad. So you think we'll see him next episode? Probably. He's working for the bikes. Makes me think of who else you're probably going to see. Maybe uh, Bosk. I'm really surprised we haven't seen any of the bounty hunters that we would know and love, like Bosk, Zuckus, Orlom, Dengar, any of those people. Yeah. Oh, also, the saddest part in the show is when that uh, the bar got blown up. <laughs> we lost some good people in that one, man. We, we lost some uh, some Twilights there. Which, as soon as they went in, I kind of already knew what they were doing. Like, why would you walk into a bar with, like, that's like, I'm going to walk into this, this, this movie theater or something with this briefcase and then just like casually just leave the briefcase there and just walk away. Like, you know, there's a bomb. In there. Yeah, that wasn't very subtle. Also, they just sat down for like two seconds, then got up and left. Yeah, they, they, sat, they sat down. Do you want, you want to order anything? No. And do you want us to clean your helmets? No. Okay. So what are you doing? You're just going to sit there? Oh, you're leaving. And then just boom. But uh, that's it, man. That's the start of the war right there. You can't... Uh, you can't just take that line down. Boba Fett's going to have to retaliate now. Yeah, but I think he'll have the people of Freetown on his side. Oh, hopefully. He's got the Mando, and he's got uh, Black Chrysanthemum, and he's got our favorite <laughs> Vespa squad. <laughs> the Vespa kids. Vespa Power Rangers, man. And uh, Fennec, Fennec, man. She's going she's gonna to kick some ass like she always does. I'm almost... Uh, I. I find it hard to believe that that's going to get wrapped up in one episode. Like, that's going to have to get wrapped up, and then we're going to have to have some sort of aftermath, right? I would assume so. So I'm interested in how that's going to work out. Also, was it just me, or did it seem like this episode was like an hour and a half long? It seemed like it, there was so much in it that like you kind of almost thought that it was longer than what it was, but it didn't feel like it was long at all. No, yeah, it felt long, but not in a bad way. And you know... It was like less than 50 minutes, I'm pretty sure. Honestly, like we, we we've seen like a lot of this in in The Mandalorian, but just like say like seeing it again in in Boba Fett, Dave Filoni is just like he he is Star Wars. He's what George Lucas is like George Lucas 2.0. Like our George Lucas is Dave Filoni. Like this guy needs to just take over like anything Star Wars because this guy he loves it. He breathes it. He knows it. And he will do it justice. Yeah. I think this season, at least the last two episodes, have really proven that like Dave Filoni, Bryce Dallas Howard. John Favreau. John Favreau. Those are the three people you need. Though, of course, there were other people who did other episodes of The Mandalorian that were good. Like uh, Rick Fam- Famuiya. <laughs> what was his name? Famuiya or whatever his name is. I can't he, did, like, um, he did some of the best episodes of The Mandalorian. I'm I'm not saying that nobody else can or that they're the best or, or anything like that. It's just they're consistent. You know? Mm-hmm. They're just like every episode that they do is awesome. Yeah. I mean the Robert Rod- Rodriguez, his episode of The Mandalorian was good, but I don't know that I would say that his Book of Boba Fett episodes are on par with that. Right. But I mean, every single Filoni episode yeah. was great. This yeah. this episode was great. And you know what? Now that I think about it, I, I probably shouldn't have doubted it so much that Ahsoka was going to be in this, just because that's that's a, so like that's Dave's baby right there. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Favreau was the one that wrote the script for this, right? Yeah, Favreau's written the script for everything. I'm pretty sure. So just like from now on, if there's another trilogy that's going to be made, just have Favreau write it, have Filoni do everything else. Which 
Have we talked about the the other thing that Dave Filoni was involved in that you and I both love? I'm not sure, sure you even know about this. You know where they got him from before he was working on the Clone Wars? Um, no. Avatar The Last Airbender. He was part of Avatar The Last Airbender? He directed the first two episodes. Dude, no wonder. And storyboarded a bunch of the episodes. He directed nine episodes of Avatar and storyboarded a bunch of them, too. Dude, I feel like going back and rewatching Avatar because I feel like every time I do it, I pick up on more and more things. Uh, it's like the only series of TV that I've watched like all the way through more than twice. It's so good. It is. I need to watch Legend of Korra again. <sighs> but yeah, this guy is... Uh, I don't want to say he's like the only hope that Star Wars has, but they really need to... They need to do something more with that. Like, he's doing amazing on these shows. They, they need him to, to help save the the movies a bit yeah i mean that's the thing is they've proven that you can do good star wars stuff i mean this week alone was just yeah this is what we were all waiting for was the week's episode of a <laughs> uh, book of boba fett i don't know why we haven't gotten movie for me yet though i don't know man honestly just give this guy a bunch of money some time to to sit with his crew his peeps to write like a bomb ass script and we'll have an amazing movie yeah but um i don't know but yeah, I can't say anything more. Any, I can't, I can't uh, g- gush any more about it. The only other thing that I can think about is the reason. Reasons are not just mainly just one reason why I just didn't really like it. It's just how we talked about it being last week, where like Mando kind of just took over the show. Like this kind of cements that. Like Mando was just officially taking over Boba Fett. I feel like they should have named it. Star Wars colon the Mandalorian colon the Book of Boba Fett, and then that would have made it more Maybe clear. It a bit. Yeah, but then it would have been weird to have like the first half of the show just be only Boba Fett, and then like the the last half kind of being more Mandalorian, and then the last episode being them teaming up. Because if you were going into this really wanting a bunch of Boba Fett, you didn't get it. I mean, even in the first like four episodes, it was mostly him yeah. just going on acid trips in the desert with Sam people. Which is, it's sad. It's a bit sad, because honestly, Boba Fett was like one of my favorite characters within Star Wars. Well, I'm also not upset with what they've done with him, though. I'm not upset with what they did with him. I'm just upset that we didn't get to see more of him. Well, you never know. We might see more later. There might be a a Book of Boba Fett Part 2, New Dawn. Book of Boba Fett Part (laughs) 2, more Mando. Which, you're giving me what I want to see. Good Star Wars and The Mandalorian. But I want to see The Mandalorian in The Mandalorian, not The Book of Boba Fett. Well, I don't know about you, but it's not like I was watching The Book of Boba Fett and sitting there saying, oh, I, I wish I was just watching The Mandalorian instead. I No. I was like, I'm watching The Book of Boba Fett. I want to see a story involving Boba Fett. Because I have another show called The Mandalorian, and in that show, I'm getting The Mandalorian. I can have two shows about two different things, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, I'm looking forward to more Mandalorian, because that show is amazing but right now i'm watching a different show and i want it to be a different show like you're gonna have the same look and feel or whatever but i want it to be a different show i want it to be about bubble fat but i don't know mandalorian really took it over and it's just like one episode he did that yeah i mean i think it just shows how much you want to see more of that story yeah but that that's about it everything else like i cannot complain i i liked no this last episode was amazing i might have to watch it again <sighs> Should start a uh, a GoFundMe or something for Dave Filoni to have uh, enough funds to make his own Star Wars movie. 
I don't know. I, it just seems like a no-brainer to me. Like, the only thing, the only explanation I can think of is him saying, I don't want to do it. That's the only reason, the only logical reason I could see why he's not doing that already, is if he doesn't want to. Well, he's directing all these shows. Do you really think he wouldn't want to? I don't know. But that that just seems to me like the only thing that would put a stop to it. But I, I don't know. I could also see him being like, I don't want to be, like him seeing what happened to like Ryan Johnson and J.J. Um, Abrams and stuff and being like, uh, I'm going to pass on all that hatred. <laughs> I'm just going to silently make good things and have people notice that it was me. So I'm like Googling it right now just to see what, if there's actually been like an actual report or like a story or something about it that covered it. But what it looks like is that he doesn't exactly have a bunch of experience when it comes to writing like an actual film from what I can see in this first article that I'm reading. Well, yeah, he worked mostly on cartoons. I think um, Mandalorian was the first live action thing he ever did. Yeah. And like I guess it's it's more like a a series thing where like he does like an episode or something or two episodes or three episodes, but he's he's never actually done like a full feature length movie, let alone like a sequel, you know? Yeah. Or a trilogy. Though I mean, just from these shows alone, like I feel like if you watch them and you see his work, you're just like, he might not have like the experience in it, but like give him a shot because he's doing great things. Yeah. I'm all on board for him directing something. I think he's got it. Yeah, I mean, if we heard that at some point they announced it, I would, I would just feel like, all right, well, that's going to be home run. That, that's for sure going to be a movie that I'm going to go see in theaters. Yeah, that, that's worth getting. <laughs> that's worth that's worth risking getting COVID for. Uh, every podcast has their movie rating system. Ours is <laughs> if it's worth risking getting COVID to see. Yeah, but that's just a yes or no. I think we're going to need like a, a bracket sort of thing for this. I, I don't know, man. Binary. Binary is a good way to start. <laughs> is it worth getting COVID for? Yes or no? Speaking of brackets, we haven't done a bracket episode in a long time. Jay, we have no need to do a bracket episode right now. No, we don't. There's actually been stuff to talk about. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe in a month or so when you have to go defend your, your thesis and you're going to need some time to prepare for that. <laughs> yeah, listeners, if you ever uh, encounter like just a long string of bracket episodes... <laughs> it's it's uh it's Jacob <laughs> just being completely focused on like finishing up his degree. <laughs> so it's not that we don't love you, it's just Jacob's gonna be kinda busy. Uh yeah, we're we might have to figure out what to do about that, but that won't be a problem for a while. A while? And then in March? Yeah. That's like that's next month, Jacob. I mean also it's like what does it take we we sit down and talk for like two hours and then I spend like another two hours editing and then that's it. It's not that much. That's not the point. Well, that's not all you do. So you're going to have to, that week, you're probably not going to be watching a bunch of TV. You're probably not going to be watching any new movies or anything. Yeah. You're literally going to be finishing up your paper, rereading it, editing it a bunch of times, going over it again, and then figuring out what the hell you're going to tell this committee of people who you might have to even worry about the committee of people because apparently you have a guy that might flank on you. Yeah, that's turning into a whole thing too. Yeah, so... I would understand if you'd be like really busy that week and I'd be like, all right, well, you know what? I'm not going to bother you much. I'm going to let you finish doing your thing. And then once you get your degree, I'll bother the fuck out of you. <laughs> you want to take a guess at how many emails we got this week, Gio? I'm going to say two. No, you're a little high on that. <laughs> um, I'm going to say two plus or minus two. <laughs> yeah, you're within that confidence <laughs> interval. Uh, I did notice um, that we got a new listener last week because we had somebody download all of our episodes. Like that, they must have gone through the back catalog. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) we just got binge watched. (laughs) 
That person must be sick and tired of us. Or they can't get enough. It must be that sexy voice of yours, Jacob. Yeah, spread the word. Oh, I didn't tell you. So, uh, the the guy across the street, he the realtor showed up to the house to like list it, and so okay. he was keeping he was keeping a set of keys to the house in the dryer vent outside, right? Because it's not like anybody's using the dryer. Okay. So, like when I was going over there to get the mail, I would get the keys out of the dryer vent, get the mail, take it inside, then lock everything back up. So yesterday. So yesterday? No, day before yesterday, she shows up and she was like parked in front of the house for forever. And I was like, oh, that must be the realtor. Cause he texted me to tell me like, um, the realtor is going to be stopping. by. Yeah. And I like, I walked outside to refill the bird seed mm-hmm. and, um, I wasn't really paying much attention. And then she comes over, I like look up and she's like in front of me and she's like, Hey, are you the guy who's like watching over this house? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you have a set of keys? I'm just like, no. She's like, oh, because I locked the keys in the house. <laughs> and I'm like, which keys? And she's like, the keys that he left. And I was like, well, those are the keys that I was using to get in and out of the house. So I don't really know what you want me to do about this. And this was like two days ago. It was like the warmest day we'd had in a while. Like I was outside with like a t-shirt on and like flip flops. I don't know. I don't know what the hell the weather's like out there anymore for you because you're like, one day you're just like, yeah, it's like seven degrees. And then the next day you're just like, Oh yeah, it's it's raining like hard as shit right now, and then tomorrow it's all gonna be frozen. Yeah. Well, so I I she's looking at me like, can you help me? And I'm like, what do you want? Like, what am I supposed to do? You locked my keys <laughs> in the house. So you want me to break a window or something? What do you want? So I go over, and he had a dog door, and I was like, well, maybe the dog door is open. You could like stick your arm in and open the door. And she's like, we we try to open it, but he it's locked. I'm like, okay. And then we're just wandering around and I'm like, all right, well, here's a window. Let me see if I can shimmy it open. Yeah. So I like stuck my fingers under the screen, like in between the screen and the window. And I like pushed the window open. I was like, oh, the window's open. And so I call her over and I'm like, window's open. Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not climbing in there. I got flip flops on right now. This is your problem. You're the one who locked the keys in the house. How are you a realtor and you lock the keys in the house? That's like a, a mechanic locking car keys in the car. What are you doing? Is this your first house? <laughs> Did she go through the window? Yeah, I had to go back to my house and get a step stool so that she could you climb in just, through the window. You didn't just help her climb in? No, nah, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. I feel like I was already nice enough. Yeah, you were either in a bad mood or that says a lot about her. I mean, yeah. But so, um, yeah, that, that was that was our excitement. So, so, so you, you broke into a house? Yeah, pretty much. Leave it. Leave it. To Jacob to move out of Miami to start committing felonies. Well, it's not like there was anything in the house to steal. And then I'm like, wait a second, how am I supposed to get the mail? Because the mail, his, he put up a mailbox that has a lock on it. I have no idea why. How's he? Oh, as like a slit for the mail to go in, but you have to mm-hmm. unlock it to open it. Oh. Yeah, which I, there's no reason for that. I don't know why well, he did what, that. I would assume he's not even getting mail there anymore, is he? He told me that he sent a change of address form in, but he's still getting mail. Okay. So, and I was just like going over there once or twice a week, getting the mail and putting it like in the house on the counter in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But now I can't get you into can. the house to do that. Cause so she I, took the keys. Yeah. I, I had her leave the mailbox unlocked and I, now I have to go over there and get the mail and keep it in my house. So this dude is living in Florida Yeah, and he's trying to sell this place. Yeah. That's a whole thing. His girlfriend just decided that they needed to move like now. And he's like, 
okay, I wasn't really prepared for this. Like, I know the plan was for us to do this, but not to just, like, you snap your Up fingers. everything and, and do it. Yeah. It was like a thing with her son, because her son was living with his dad, but his dad changed, like, living situations, and it turned out to not be a good situation for the kid to be living in. Okay. So, like, now she had to have the kid live with her. The kid couldn't have moved up to Indiana to live with her? No, she lives here. They were here. She sold I, her. She lived in Kentucky. I'm like, sorry, across the I river. Indiana. No, but that's what I meant. Like, he, he lived in Florida. No. That? He lived in Kentucky with his dad. Okay. She lived in Kentucky. She sold her house and moved in here. Okay. And then his dad, like, got into a situation where it wasn't good for him to live in. So, instead of him just moving 15 minutes north. They moved all the way to Florida. They moved all the way to Florida. That, that makes no sense. To his house. To, to this guy's house in Florida. To the father's house in Florida? No. no. To your neighbor's house in Florida? To my neighbor's house in Florida. Okay. Okay. Instead of your neighbor's house. In Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. And, Gio, this kid is like 17 years old. Oh, so he's, he's an adult. He's basically an adult. Right? So why couldn't they have just moved him here for a year? And he could have gone to school at the school that's within walking distance of the house for a year rather than move to Florida? I, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you. It doesn't make any sense to anybody. Was the situation with the dad that bad that they had to flee to the other side of the country? I mean, from what Rob was telling me was it was just like the dad was living like in his sister's basement or something like that. Okay. But she, she kicked him out and he like moved in with like three other guys. Like okay. A, did this roommates did the, or something? Did the aunt kick the nephew out too? I, I guess. I don't know. That's, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Which could you imagine moving like in your junior year of high school? No. Like, why would you like, you literally are going to start your last year of high school, not knowing anyone. Yeah. That's the worst senior year ever. Yeah. But it is what it is, I guess. Oh, I hope that kid is all right. I guess in the meantime, you're still kind of watching over this house across the street. Yeah. Without the keys to get into it now. So what exactly are you watching besides the mailbox? Yeah, I can't get in there to make I. It would have been good for me to go over there and make sure nothing was frozen today. But yeah, whatever. Like a pipe burst in there and just froze. I, that's something that happens with the cold weather, right? Yeah. So, so like, who what? Knows? This guy's just gonna show back up to his house, and his house is gonna be like completely fucked up. I mean, if I notice something, I guess I'd climb in through the window and try to take care of it. How are you going to notice from outside the house? I'd have to see, like... You'd have to peek in through the windows? Water coming out through the door or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm go at, to that get point, the mail. at that point, it's a little late, Jacob. Well, maybe... I, I don't know. I guess I should have made copies of those keys. Are he, does he still have a copy of the keys? Does he have the keys? I'm sure he has a copy. Yeah, I don't know. He, he's supposed to be back. He's in Florida. Yeah, you have his number. I'm just saying, you want to message him, have him make copies of the keys and send them to you. I mean, I, I'm not too concerned now, but he's supposed to be back. He was supposed to come back like tomorrow, but he said he wasn't going to come back if the weather was really bad. And the weather is yeah. really bad, so. The weather's going to be bad for a bit, from what I hear. Uh, at least in through tomorrow. Well, hopefully you guys, uh, well, it's a good thing you guys fixed your, your heater. Yeah, he's the person who fixed it. Yeah, which I can hear the rain through the the chimney on the heat. It's funny. Like I can hear it hitting the metal chimney from the heat. Yeah, I was afraid it was going to interfere with recording. Guess not. I'm, I can't really hear it. Eric, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've lost steam. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's 9.30. Gotta take a shower and get to bed. I'm, I'm old already. Oh, I don't know if I have a meeting tomorrow. 
we talked about having one, but I didn't get an email like, here's a Zoom link, so... But then again, half the time she sends me an email like five minutes before we're we like we we like halfway are like okay we'll talk on Friday at like ten, and then like I don't hear anything until Friday at like nine fifty five, and it's like oh here's a link for our meeting. It's like I didn't even know we were gonna still do this. Yeah, we couldn't have confirmed this yesterday. I'm yeah, so tired. I might have been busy. So tired of this. It's almost it's almost over, man. You literally have what like let me see here. I'm gonna count down the days here. Give me a sec. Got 31 days, 26. When are you supposed to be done? Like end of April? Yeah. Like end of April or like mid-April? Because I know you said you had to turn in your your paper to be reviewed in like mid-April, right? Well, I have to be done, done, I think April 30th. April 30th? So what happens after that? I graduate. No, man, like you're done with your paper. You don't have to do anything else to it. Like that's it, that's it. Well, that's like the final, final draft is April 30th. Okay, so you don't have to have anybody else read anything else or like approve anything after that you're just done yeah i mean that's like it has to have gone through all that but okay so that's it 30th so we have 30 31 and 20 oh i'm sorry we're on the third already whoa so uh 25 25 plus 31 plus 30 days left there you do the math three months (laughs) three months and i still haven't gotten paid I thought you said you were going to talk to somebody about that. Oh, I didn't give you the update on that? No, you said that you, were, you had to talk to somebody because you didn't get paid like this month or last, or was it last month? They didn't have me set up to get paid at all after December. So so you're just sitting there like not getting paid at all this month? Yeah. So, this past month? So I, I got them on it and supposedly now I'm going to get paid until May, but they haven't back paid me for January yet. Got to make sure you get your money, man. But there's also like a $9,000 charge on my account, too, that needs to be taken care of. Like, that, I don't really owe $9,000, it says I do. Okay. But, like, that's how they pay me is through that account. So, I'm assuming even if they were to give me a paycheck, it would just... It would just come out of the $9,000 that <laughs> it says that you owe them. Yeah, and I don't get paid more than $9,000 a month, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn. Well, you should really talk to them about that, then. Well, I mean, now it's supposed to be getting fixed, which it took three days to get that fixed. It's still not fixed, Jacob. Because everything is done by email. You can't call your your school's uh, whatever? No, I call the person who's supposed to take care of that, and then they take care of it by email. So it's like, I do what I'm supposed to do at like a regular, like normal speed, and then it just hits the bureaucracy system, and gotta wait. I'm not disgruntled at all. It's fine. <laughs> you just got to call them up and be like, bitches, this is my livelihood here. I could be depending on that money to survive. <sighs> yeah. All right, man. You need to, uh, you need to go beat some heads over there or something until they pay you. I just want to run away. I'll deal with it. Right now is like the worst time. To, you're going to run away three months before it's all done. Yeah. That's the way it works, man. No, man. At least finish and then run away. You didn't do all this work just to run away at the like the last like last mile. That's when you sprint, man. You sprint through that finish line. Well, I have I've been trying to. I've been, I have been working. I I will give myself that. I I've been I've had my nose to the grindstone. It's just been I progress has been slower than I thought it would be. Well, I mean that's what happens when you have to type up a bunch of shit. Yeah, I'm on like 150 pages. I think I was on 157 today. And this is 150 pages double-spaced, right? Yeah. Okay. But still, so that's like, what, 75 <laughs> pages? Yes. 
something like 13. It was like 30,000 words or something like that. I guess I could just pull it up. James, you've written a book. I mean, that's basically what it is, yeah. Well, we've completely stopped talking about anything relevant to anyone. (laughs) Hey, I'm pretty sure our listeners want to listen to things about our lives as well. So this is probably somewhat entertaining. I hope so. They'll listen to us bitch about stuff like this, and they'll be like, damn, my life is way better than that. (laughs) (laughs) At least I don't have to sit there and not get paid to write a paper. Yeah. If you're out there listening, just know, at least you're getting paid. Hopefully. Is that your final thought, Gio? Are we doing things backwards? At least you're at least you're getting paid. Okay. Well. Make that money. Jacob needs to go and make his money. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even gonna do the rest. Whatever. You can email no, us. Man. <laughs> you have to do the rest. Uh, <laughs> you can email us at scattershotthoughtspod at gmail.com. That that is the rest, isn't it? We don't like to say goodbye, so we'll just say so long. Yeah. That, you that's are. It. You already ruined the final thoughts. What do you mean? You're the one. <laughs> Everything's ruined. It's fine. We're just putting a new twist to things, man. We gotta keep it fresh. Yeah. We gotta keep the listeners on their toes.